This is Right at the Fork with your hosts, Chris Angelus from Portland Food Adventures. And I should actually say it's a soundbite edition of Right at the Fork. That's right. With Chris Angelus. I'm Court Johnson. And uh, I think we're talking about something I think anybody pretty much out there can get behind. Well, we have a pretty incredible beer scene here in Portland. Mm -hmm. Uh, As a matter of fact, right up there, if not the most uh, lauded microbrewery food scene. Oh, yeah. Look, you, you can you can chime in in a, in a moment here, but uh, but Portland is looked at as uh, on the forefront of beer. Certainly, yeah. Um, Denver's up there, I know that. Um, but uh, we decided to. We haven't really highlighted beer too much on the podcast in our we're in our fourth year. No, just here and, and there. And our dear friend Petchluck Lasky here, who has Petchluck's food adventures. And every time that uh, I get uh, many notifications from Google, every time she posts a new blog Mm -hmm. that Portland Food Adventures, I get that because the word Portland is in there and you hit it. So I'm... I, I probably read your blog more than anyone else. I read yours too, but I don't get as many notifications. Well, I don't write there, now, since we've been doing the podcast. I'm not writing much any longer. Right. I'm not doing any make people blogs. listen. Right, you listen, and right. there's only so much time sure. in the world. So, and I like the podcast better than than writing blogs. So, uh, but you've been writing your blog for a long time, have you not? Yeah, I've been writing it for probably eight years. Eight years. Yeah. And what prompted you to start writing it? Um, well, I started writing it when I moved to Portland because um, I love food. My family also loves food, but I'm the only one in my family that's here. So um, this is one of the ways that we share food with each other. We actually um, sometimes even text photos of food that we are eating together or separately but a, to but each a lo- other. A lot of people love food, but then there, it's another decision to say, I want to write about this. I want to start a blog. And what was your what was your thinking when you started the blog? Just to express yourself? Uh, was it? What did you want to do with it? Well, first, like I said, I was sharing with my family, but then as I started to get to know more and more people. So the way I got to make friends in Portland once I moved here was that I went out and ate a lot and I drank a lot at um, bars and restaurants. I, you know, sat at the bar and um, people would always often ask me, like, what places do you like to go? And I start talking about them. And then I'm like, it'll be a lot easier if I could show you pictures. But then it's hard to go through your phone and find all the pictures. So I'm like, listen, just go to my blog and you could search for this restaurant. And that's how I also really like supporting a lot of restaurants and for a while, they're doing a lot of food carts and then pop-ups to help promote them so that, all right, if you want to read more than what's just on, like, Yelp or, like, a short article, you come to the blog, and I write my entire experience from start to finish about what it's like to be their atmosphere, you know, what the service was like, the, the entire courses and how everything fit together with, like, any drinks I had. So it gives you sort of, like, a little snippet of what it would be like if you actually went there. It's You do a fantastic job. You've done a couple on my events. Yep. That I can think of. I think one might have been with Benny at Laurelhurst. Is that? Yes. And then I went one, to a Tasty and Elder. That was Tasty a really Elder. fun I one. I remember those specifically. I have a terrible memory, but I remember those. And those were two pretty cool events. And you did just a marvelous job recapping what it what it's like. So, and there's a lot on your there's a lot on your blog to talk about different restaurants and experiences you have. In this case, we wanted to talk about. Um, some of your favorite places to enjoy great food with beer, with great beer. Yeah. Too. So you've got a nice list and I let's do. go through it. So um, if I was going to pick like my top five, um, definitely on that top five list. I You're going to start at the top and work 
So there's no drum roll here? No, no, I'm not going to do it from the top or bottom. Or oh, okay. Not so these order. are your top five. There's no particular order. Yeah, because it depends on what you're, you're craving, basically, right. food-wise or beer-wise. I find it really hard to do lists, too, the top lists, because you always think of something else, and things change. Things are in flux. So what might be your favorite one year may not still be up there the next year. Yeah, it depends on what you're looking for. Like, I never like the question people say, what's your favorite restaurant? Where do you want to get Thai food? I'm like, it's no. It's the dumbest question. What, are you, what exactly are you looking for? What area of town? Are you looking and for noodles f- or rice? And what, what you- do you feel like and what do you like? What are, you know, do you feel like uh, elevated food? Do you want something, you know, you want a taco? What yeah, do you feel the, like? Do you bring your dog? Do you have kids? How big of a group do you have? Because some places are better for groups and some are more intimate if you want more of a date. So exactly. it's only asked like, 15 questions I haven't answered their question yet because I'm still trying to figure out I need to narrow this down. So what you, what was your general criteria as you put this list together? So I included restaurants and breweries and every place had to have at least 10 taps because if you have just like, you know, six taps, you're basically like every restaurant and bar in Portland. I would not be able to filter it at all. Okay. And I specifically sort of tried to pick places where um, I thought the beer paired together really well with the food. It wasn't just that you happen to have good beer there, but it's up to you to sort of figure out how it's going to match with the food. There has to be someone there who could help suggest the pairings and that they also think very carefully about making sure the beer goes with the food. Or Good. sometimes vice versa. Good. And do you, do you find when people are attempting to suggest pairings, they generally always know what they're talking about? Because sometimes I think with wine pairings especially, I'm getting... Not so good information. Sometimes very good information, but sometimes it's a little questionable. I think it depends on how um, articulate they are, because a lot of times I ask questions when they say, oh, I would pick, you know, this wine, or they say, I want to pick this beer. I'm like, why? Is it, is it, is it something that complements it or is it contrasted? What are the notes that it picks up from the food or wh- what's in the beer flavors that, you know, I, I really am going to taste more with this food? So I just ask a couple of follow-up questions, and I think anybody could probably do that just to make sure that, do you really want this one or this one? Because sometimes they give you two options. So you want to be able to ask, so what are the specific flavors that, that you're pointing out? And often they'll bring you a full sampler of both if you're, if, you're, yes, definitely. if you're on the fence to push you one way or the other. Yeah, as long as they're not, they're not opening up bottle, yeah, they could easily give you a little if, taster. If it's out of the tap, that's easy. All right, so let's go. So I never know how to say this because I didn't learn French, but I really like La Moule. Is that how you say La it? Moule. La Moule. La Moule, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We like it, too. Yeah, I, I love the fact that they have, like, this sexy, intimate atmosphere, and it's dark inside, so it's great for um, a date. They have, like, some local beers, but they also have a lot of Belgian-style beers, and they have bottles, too, so you could get all fancy. And, I mean, if you haven't had a lot of Belgian beers, they're sort of a little funky with, like, you know, some candied sugar or caramel, so it goes really, really well with um, what you expect they would have there, which is mussels, and they have several options of mussels and broth. And they have more than mussels, though. Yes, they have like... Burgers great there. Have you had their steak tartare? It comes with like a bone marrow. That's Number of times. And the and the crab, the crab salad is fantastic. Yep. And they have brunch too. So if you wanted to have beer with brunch, you could. So is Nathan the guy who's doing the beer recommendations there? Or is it just generally the servers? Um, I think that, I mean, Nathan might put together the bottle list, but you could talk to any of the servers. Okay. I never thought of, I always thought of Nathan as a cocktail guy. And uh, so I was just curious. That's a good start. Yeah, let's see what else. Oh, Higgins, of course, is a mm. classic. I think it's on lots of people's lists because they're one of the few places where they have like the equivalent of like a beer sommelier who, you know, who's studied and 
gone through lots of different certifications based on tasting beer. And so they have a pretty large list. I think they have like a dozen drafts and they have like, and then they have like more bottles from like England, Germany, lots of places all over the U.S. And you could have that for with their charcuterie plate, which I think is one of the best charcuterie plates in, in Portland. Yeah. And it's probably one of the originals, the original ones that were ever, that was ever served here. Or you could also just have like a really like um, casual meal or just going to the bar. You don't have to even go to the restaurant. You just go to the bar and they have like this delicious open face sandwich of pastrami with onions or you, or you, you, during dinner you could, they have this whole pig plate and all of those go really well with the beer and they could easily help talk to you about like um, which of the beers you want to try out. Very nice. Making me hungry and thirsty. All right. Let's see. What else do I have? Oh, Cerveza. So that is on the other side opposite side of town which is on North Killingsworth and not everyone will think of Cerveza but I really like um, promoting them. It's because, all about the beer there right? That's Yeah because they have 10 tasks but they have like it's a whole <laughs> bottle shop there too so there's, there's lots of choices of different types of beer and um, and they have a real kitchen side. There's a lot of bottle shops but most of the bottle shops don't have a restaurant attached to it because they don't want to deal with the food aspect but Cerveza does have one and so you could get um, cheese curds, the pasty of the day, they have a buttermilk fried chicken and they have their own smoker so um, they have a smoked brisket sandwich that they have there as well. It tastes really good. And for vegetarians, which I also really like, is that they have a falafel sandwich or a chana masala. So they have good options for anybody of any diet. And like I said, lots and lots of beer options. Yeah, they're, and they, yeah, they have a whole case. Mm-hmm. And it's also, a, it's also a Green Bay Packer bar. So if you're a Packers fan, football fan. Yeah, they have like trivia nights as well. And I mean, they're just very casual there. So it's, it's easy to walk in with the group and... All the servers there are very knowledgeable about beer. Good one. I had I that wasn't top of mind, and I'm glad you brought it to the forefront. Yeah, that's it's one that I think people don't often think of because they just think of beer bars mm-hmm. as just having you know beer and that's it. But I think they have a pretty good kitchen. Mm-hmm. There. Very good. Um, in, in terms of if you want to go to an actual brewery that has a lot of food that has pairings with it, um, I usually like to recommend Ecliptic Brewing. Um, you could have like a flight of several of their beers and then you could buy some of the bottles to take back afterwards, depending on what you like of the flight. They have 13 taps. So, uh, and they always have something, uh, something that's seasonal. So every time I go in, there's always new beer there that I haven't tried. Um, and they have like a really great burger. I think it was like one of the burgers that was in like the burger brackets. Um, it went pretty far, but um, if you're, you know, not a meat eater, they have a really good farro burger that they make with like tahini and has this wheat garlic patty. And I, Sometimes I actually get that instead of the regular burger, even though regular burger is also good. Just a little messy because it has like Russian dressing and gruyere, so it's a little drippy. Nice. But, you know, tastes good with beer. And where is that? Where is a ecliptic Um, That's on um, North Cook's. North? 825 North Cook. Oh, North Cook. Yeah. Okay. That would be in North Portland, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. It's got a North attack. Yep. Let's see. And and you could also get... (laughs) You should be a detective. (laughs) (laughs) Geography detective. And they have a beer dessert there. Can you get a porter float with their Capella porter? And they put like an ice cream. So it's always almost like a chocolatey like shake with the ice cream, but with the beer instead. Oh, that sounds great. So that is delicious. Um, they also do, they have a great patio too. And they, um, so you could have like a nice al fresco meal with beer and like lots of food. And I think on Tuesdays, I think they still do this. They, they actually have like a burger and beer pairing they offer on the menu. So that that will rotate. Um, another brewery I like, um, not, not everyone knows about this because it's a little bit smaller, is Ex Novo. They're also on North Portland and on North Flint. So they don't have as many beers, but um, they donate all their properties to charity. And what I like the most about them is they have a Detroit-style pizza. 
to go with their pizza. They have a Detroit style pizza. Oh, nice. You know? I don't know if I've ever had Detroit style what, what, pizza. What, what as much is, as I've talked about pizza. What is, uh, I don't even know what a Detroit style yeah, pizza it's a is. Square, it's is square, it square, right? It's square. It's more like a pan, so it's a lot thicker. So I'm originally from Chicago, so I already like pretty thick sure. pizzas. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it makes it like a little bit more buttery, and they use like this brick cheese, so it's super cheesy as mm. well. So it is a, a delicious but um, caloric pizza. Well, <laughs> while you're on that, I was going to inject one that I know that is one of my favorites, which is Double Mountain Brewery, mm-hmm. which has was only in Hood River. So to me, one of the nicest things you can do on a, on a any day is to drive up the gorge to Hood River and get, um, I like their sausage and mushroom pizza up there with the, with the I, I've expanded a little beyond Colch's. But really good, and uh, now they're in Portland, and I haven't been to the location in Portland yet. But um, they're delicious. Yeah, all their beer—they have a lot. Do they have more on tap than most? I think they, breweries. I think they're they're they're. It's about the same. A lot okay. of breweries have a lot of, of taps. Right. Well, so Double Mountain—that's mine. No, it's a great it's a great option. Have you been to Wayfinder yet? Now that they have their 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 beers on. No. Well, they, I think they're 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 also one of the the, the ones with the great patio, mm-hmm. and um and I mentioned him because um Charlie was he helped um Charlie I don't know how to say it. again it's a French name Charlie Devereaux, Devereaux? yes yes so because he's a co-founder of Double Mountain he helped open um Wayfinder right right yeah and so I like it there because I like to sing out there with the fire pit and um, I like their nachos and um yeah and they have like a a bunch of beers there that are are pretty good and they have like beer cocktails. But you know, it's it's a, it's a, another place where I mean, they they they're one of the, the the best places to go if you have a large group because they have such a a large um deck outside. I think it's like two thousand square feet or twenty five hundred square feet. It's pretty big. Speaking of large groups, have you ever done those those I don't even know what they're called those bicycle things that move along the oh the Bruce cycle Bruce cycles. Have you done that? I have never done one. On, have you have you seen the one on the river? Too, where they have like a boat where you pedal to. I th- did see that from a distance, yes. Yeah, and how are those? I, I don't know. Are they I, tourist things? I don't necessarily hear people telling us that. That's why I didn't know the name of it. I've, I've, I've actually done something similar to that when I was in Denver during JABF a couple of years ago. I've never done it in Portland because I've already been to a lot of the breweries in Portland. So the beers are the breweries that are on their tour. I've, since I've been there, I wouldn't go on the tour unless I was with, you know, someone who was from outside. But if you aren't really active in the beer scene and you want to try to get a sampler, it's a great way to like hang out, go on a beer crawl, but you don't have to worry about figuring out how to get from place to place. You right. just jump on the bike or, and there you go. And you're working off a few calories while you're doing it. Yes. So. Although I think you can drink while pedaling too. I'm not sure how that, I guess you're just, you're not really directing because if someone is actually driving, all you're doing is like pedaling and that's it. Yeah. Well, I would have to imagine that people will find a way to drink and do anything at the same time. That's some, that's something where people will multitask. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think people know how to drink and talk. It's one of those things that naturally goes together. Very conducive, but we're also talking about pedaling, too. So that's adding a third to the mix. A think, third verb. Trying to think what, else, what else would you like to think about in terms of, ooh, how about brunch? I mentioned, um, did I mention Breakside? No, no Burnside. Burnside. Sorry, I'm, I, I'm terrible. I'm always saying both of those Those are time. easy to mix up. I do it, too. Burnside and Breakside. Anyway, Burnside, um, they have a beer brunch, beer, and they offer it like you know every weekend, I think. So then you know that that's that's sort of fun. I mean, Breakside and the Commons and I think you know, but they also serve food around like lunchtime. But if you 
want more brunchy type food, like um, let's say like um, biscuits and gravy, and like make a beer mosa. So, Patch, do you have some of these written up on uh, on PatchLuxFoodAdventures.com? I, I have a couple of them written up. Um, I don't always talk about beer and food. I always feel like you know there's there's a lot of people talking about beer and food right now. But I, I write a lot about um lots of um local restaurants and pop ups and just some um, food events, trying to like help highlight things that I feel like not a lot of people are necessarily covering. Oh, what do you mean that people aren't covering? Everybody's <laughs> everybody's doing everything. But no, there are a lot of people who call themselves bloggers who don't aren't necessarily covering anything consistently. They they're in, they're out. You've been very consistent over time. And do you also consider yourself, uh, do you like, are you, do you talk about wine in your, in your uh, blog? Yeah, some, sometimes I do. I don't think I'm as articulate as some other, of you know, people who specialize in wine because I am non-discriminatory, so I will drink beer and wine and every cocktail. Mm. Wonderful. Uh, just one quick question. Would never ask you what your favorite restaurant is, but do you have a meal in the last month or two that was particularly... Uh, that stands out in your mind as something that, uh, or something you wrote, a blog that you wrote recently that you really enjoyed? Um, well, one one place that I I always like to direct people to because it's just unusual is I like going to Kachka. Mm-hmm. I will often go there. Sometimes I'll stop there and have their dumplings and, you know, maybe some of the horseradish vodka, and then I'll meet people for dinner afterwards. Very nice. Because and they're moving, too. They haven't moved yet. But... Yeah, too, they're, they're opening up a, a larger location, but right. I don't think it's open yeah, yet. Yeah, it's not open yet. All right, well, thanks so much for coming by. It's delightful to have you here and have this conversation. Yeah, We've that's had fun. a number of conversations at restaurants and even on the street, walking, oh, leaving them. So uh, really nice to have you here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. Right at the Fork is brought to you by Zupans, unsurpassed quality. From the best meats and wines to local baked goods, fresh flowers, and an extensive craft beer selection. Step into Zupans and be inspired for your next meal. Food-loving customers as well as local chefs know that Zupans is the place to find the very best Northwest Bounty in Portland, West Burnside, Southwest McAdam, and Lake Oswego. Local and family-owned for over 40 years, Zupans Markets. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. 